Are you a professional real estate agent looking to get the competitive edge? Let's face it, the real estate industry is changing and we're going to show you how to change with it. So stop sending out mailers, cold calling dead leads, or even worse, attending network meetings. Become a modern digital agent with your hosts, Dwayne and Amanda Roberts. Tonight, we're going to talk about how to capture every for sale by owner listing in your area and make over $100,000 a year targeting for sale by owner properties. So, you know, for sale by owners kind of have a little bit of a stigma in the industry. They've got a bad rap for being difficult. It's just not true. So I'm going to dispel some of those myths tonight, and I'm going to really go in deep on how you can tap into the for sale by owner niche. It is a niche, just like last week I talked about a niche. So we really like to hone in on that because when you actually decide to work a niche in your market, you kind of weed out a lot of competition and you can hone in and be really specific to that niche. And so with For Sale by Owners, we want to dispel some of those myths and I'm going to give you some tips, tricks, and techniques on how to work them. All right, moving on. So what is the average home selling price in your market? If you would type in the comments what your average home sales price is. I've got a little chart here, 250, 365, 370. I know when I talk to a lot of you guys on the phone, most of you are ranging anywhere from that 200 to 300,000 mark, but go ahead and type in the comments if you would what is the average home selling price in your market? I'm talking about like an entry level first time home buyer range, you know, if somebody, obviously it's going to be the range that everybody's getting multiple offers on. So that range, <laughs> not talking about your half million dollar, $1 million homes, unless you're in one of those markets. All right. So being a for sale by owner agent can actually be very lucrative if you do it correctly. So I've created a little chart here. It's pretty generic, but it will give you an idea of what you can make if you decide to work this niche. So five listings per year with an average sale price of $250,000 and three of them are actually buying a house. Not all five, just three are buying a house will make you about $65,000 a year in commissions. And that's if in your market, you're getting 3% for your buying and selling side. You know, a lot of times the listing agent will take the listing at 6% and then you're splitting it. I know in some markets they've dropped down to five. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking, we're just basing these numbers off of you getting one side of the transaction and that is 3%. So if you'll look at the chart, I've went ahead and just broke it down for you. If you've got Let's say you've got one listing and it was $300,000. You're going to make $9,000 off of that. And let's say that they were buying another property for $350,000 and you make $10,500. So off of this one client, you would make $19,500. Pretty sweet, huh? And let's say you get another listing and it's $200,000. You make 3%, that's $6,000. But they're moving out of state or they're not buying another house. They're going to rent for a little bit. So you only made $6,000 off of that. And then the next one is 250,000. You made 7,500. They bought another property. And so you can see the total is 16,5. Same thing over here. I just went ahead and just all of these average 250,000. And so if you had three 
of your sellers out of the five actually buy another property. And typically they do buy a little bit more expensive property because they're putting down the equity out of the house they're selling on the next property. And a lot of times they're ditching the PMI or the MIP. And so now they can afford more property instead of paying that $150, $200 a month to the lender for their private mortgage insurance. Now they're actually putting it towards the principal and the interest on the house so they can afford more house. So it just typically works out that they are spending more on the house that they're buying. So in this case, this is just based off of five listings with three buyers. You're going to make about 65000 in commissions. Now let's double that. Let's say you actually got 10 listings off of it. Let's say you became really good at for sell by owners. Like you decided this is my thing. I'm honing in on this. I like this campaign. I like this strategy. And let's say we keep those numbers the same and that, you know, six buyers out of 10 come result from the listings. Six of them are actually buying. So that's 130,000 in commissions. Now, after speaking with a lot of you, I know most of you are not making $130,000 a year in your real estate business. So you really can make six figures very easy. Um, and as you can see, even with this example, it doesn't even have to be a for sale by owner. It can be any type of real estate. 10 listings and six buyers makes you $130,000 a year on average. But 15 listings with nine buyers makes you almost $200,000 a year. And now what I tell people is everything that we teach you is scalable, so if you can get two listings off of a method that we teach you per month, you can get four. If you can get four listings a month off of a method that we teach you, you can get eight. It really just boils down to how much time and energy you have to focus on your real estate business. And if you've got a team or other people helping you to free up time. And so this is just an example. I like to give examples. So moving on, why do sellers list for sale by owner? It's very simple, guys. They want to save money. On a $300,000 listing, they're going to spend $18,000 of their commission to pay you and the buyer's agent. So I know a lot of times we focus on how much money we're going to make as an agent. And we often forget that the money that we're getting from the seller when we sell their house is their equity. And so they realize this and they don't really want to give it up. They don't see the value. And so it's up to us to prove to them that we are worth the money, that we are valuable, that we actually do earn our commission. And so I'll go into that a little bit deeper as we go. All right. So statistics show that less than one out of 12 for sell by owner properties are actually sold by the homeowner. So they do actually sell their house sometimes. Now, the one out of 12, did they get top dollar? Did they run into issues on the inspection? Did they end up paying more out of their pocket to get the deal to go through? I mean, there's a lot of variables involved in there. So just because one out of 12 sold their property doesn't really mean that they made the most off of it. So we'll go into that a little bit deeper too later. So what about the other 11 homeowners that tried to sell by themselves? Well, statistics show that nine of them, nine of the 12 total, because remember there were 12 to begin with, nine of them actually list with an agent. They either list with an agent because they're tired of dealing with potential buyers themselves, or maybe they're just, they're out of time and they need to sell. 
for whatever reason, nine out of 12 have decided, all right, fine, call an agent, list with an agent. But who did they list with? We'll, we'll talk about that more too later. The other two, sadly, took the house off the market. And for whatever reason, we don't always know. Sometimes they owed what they were asking and they couldn't get payoff. And so they're just going to stay in the house until they can pay principal down and the market appreciates. That's usually the situation or the house they wanted or the job they wanted fell through. Now, did the nine agents that got the listings just get lucky? I mean, did they just fall in their lap? Did, did the for sale by owner just drive down the street and call the very first person that they saw and go, oh, that agent will work. Let's go with that one. No, no, they had a marketing system. They had a plan and they put forth the time, energy and resources to get in front of that for sale by owner client. They used a proven method that converted the for sale by owner client into a listing and potential buyer. And so that's what we're going to talk about. Now, you may be asking, hey, don't, don't for sale by owner clients think and respond differently than a regular listing, a regular lead or, or a referral. Yeah, they do. In fact, the majority of agents shy away from working with them because they don't know how to convert these type clients. We do, and I'm going to show you how. Now, FISBO clients are savvy, they are informed, and they are frugal. They question everything, and they know a lot more about the sales process than the average bear. They are the do-it-yourself type people, and it has served them well, so you can't blame them. In fact, some of them have even sold a previous home on their own with success, so they think they can do it again. You know, they do kind of sometimes come across as being a little bit arrogant, but don't let that scare you away. That's kind of that facade at first. You know, you talk about people who are, they come across kind of gruff and mean, but deep down in their core, they're just like a little teddy bear. Well, that's kind of how I view Fizbo's. Okay. So don't let that standoffish, I'm not listing with the realtor attitude scare you away. That is just, one barrier. And once you break through that barrier, boom, they're just like any other listing. Okay. In fact, they end up being really good clients to work with because they are informed because they've been through the process before, and they're not going to give you as much trouble on the back end as say some other clients do. So at their core, they really just want a quick sale. They want top dollar and they want to keep as much equity as possible. And do you blame them? I mean, I don't want to give away my equity. Now, the key with FISBOs is to not come across as a hungry agent trying to get their listing. They do not respond well to pushy, aggressive sales type people. Okay, so you have to kind of, you know, you have to be a little bit more, I'm not sure what the word I'm looking for, I just, I just drew a blank. You just have to be a little bit more, you have to massage them a little bit more than the average client, but not a whole lot more. So you want to come across as a helpful agent that wants what's best for the community and your clients and even the for sale by owner, even whether you get their listing or not. So if they think that you're genuinely trying to help them because you're the expert, you're the preferred realtor in the community and you just want what's best for everybody involved, then they're not going to put up those walls and barriers. It's actually going to be a little bit smoother process. So you want to set yourself apart from the other agents by offering them tips and services that no other agent offers. 
So first things first is the introduction. They need to know you exist, first of all, and secondly, what your offer is. So a lot of times agents want to, they want to bombard the for sale by owner. I'm the top agent in the market. I've sold 5,000 homes in two years and I'm a top producer and I'll sell your home fast, blah, blah, blah. They're hearing that from every other agent and they really don't care. That is not what they're concerned about. They don't want to hear about how good you are as an agent. They want to know what the benefits of using you as an agent are. How are you going to help them? Not what you've done in the past. These are a little bit different, cut from a little bit different cloth. So there's different methods that you can use to introduce yourself as the agent of choice in your area. Obviously, the first one is to show up in person. If they're advertising a property for sale by owner, then you've got their address. Most definitely, you're going to have their address. Either you drove by and saw the sign in the yard or you saw an advertisement somewhere. Somehow or another, you knew they were a FISBO and you've got their address. So showing up in person is not you know, it's not unheard of. There are, are agents that that is their number one strategy. And I will talk a little bit more about that in a minute. Obviously, in today's society, you can look them up on social media. A lot of times you can reverse the address or reverse the phone number through white pages or other sources online. And you can figure out who the homeowner is. Obviously, tax records is a good resource as well. And find them on social media. If they've got an unusual name, it's going to be fairly easy, especially if you can, you know, narrow it in by the town or city. Next, call them. You know, 90% of a for sale by owner's marketing is going to have their phone number on there. I mean, some of them may put their email address to avoid a bunch of phone calls, but the majority of them are going to put their phone number on them. So calling them is an option and a lot of agents do. Obviously, you can email them. Not all of them put their email address in there, but some of them do. So that is another option. Mailing a postcard and mailing a letter. You have the address. So both of those are feasible. So first, I want to talk to you about showing up in person. This is a super aggressive way to get your foot in the door. It works, but only half the time. And you will blow half of them out of the water by using this method. But you will get your fair share of business. You know, sometimes people, if you're aggressive, then the people who are also aggressive are going to be attracted to that. So when you show up to their house and you're like, hey, I saw that you had your house for sale by owner. You know, they were not expecting you, right? You haven't called them. You haven't sent them anything in the mail and you just show up. They're either A, going to tell you, no thanks, I'm not listening with an agent, please leave, most of which are very nice, or they're going to say, wow, hey, thanks for stopping by. Well, let me tell you about the house, you know, and so it really boils down to your personality and your preference. I typically reserve showing up at the door until after I've had a couple of interactions with the client, which I'll, I'll discuss that later as well, but just showing up. As step one, eh, probably, unless you're super aggressive, probably not going to work. Okay, next, you can find them on social media and friend request them. Dwayne likes to call this ethically stalking. It just depends on how you go about it, okay? 
once they accept you as a friend, you can message them. This is a semi-aggressive way to get in touch with them and it will yield a result. You will get your fair share, obviously. You can also weed through them faster. It's quicker than showing up in person, obviously. And it's also quicker than calling. I mean, obviously you can type a message and copy and paste it to all the for sale by owners in your market and see which ones respond to you. So that is a semi-aggressive way to get business and it does work. All right, calling them. Their number, like I said, most likely will be on the advertisement where you found the for sale by owner ad in the first place. They are getting a lot of phone calls though from other agents as well. So you need to set yourself apart quickly with this method. We do have scripts and things that our students use that you can use those scripts on a, a for sale by owner phone call. We have gotten really good success with that. So this is a quick way to weed some people out as well and determine who you want to work with. And again, a lot of, you do not have to do all of these or any of these. These are suggestions. These are things that we have tried and got a result. Now, different people are going to get a different result and it's going to be different in each market. So it really boils down to your personality and which one you prefer. So emailing them. Again, like I said earlier, a lot of them do include their email address in the advertisement. This is so they can weed out the agents or the people, you know, for some reason, when somebody puts for sell by owner, people interpret that to be owner financing. And sometimes a for sell by owner is willing to owner finance. And because of that, there's buyers out there who automatically reach out to these FISBOs, which is good for us, um, and wear them down. Are you willing to do owner financing? Are you willing to do a lease purchase? Are you willing to rent the house out? And they are just being bombarded with these type clients. And so they like to put their email address to kind of weed through that and avoid the phone calls and the text messages. So emailing them is a good way to do that. You can do an online search and find the email address about 50% of the time if they did not include it in the advertisement. I would just, you know, basically take whatever information you have. Their name is a great place to start. If somebody's in business, obviously they're going to have their email address out there somewhere attached to their name. You might even find them on the company website, especially if they own the company that they work at. It'll be quicker and easier to find their email that way. So there are ways to find the email address if you just do a search with the information you have. You just have to reverse search with what you have. Okay. And then mailing a postcard. You know, for those of you who watched my training two weeks ago, I talked about the Hey Neighbor postcard campaign. Postcards work. They just do. People do not have to stick their finger in an envelope and open the envelope and pull things out and all that. They can just look at it and they can just a quick glance and see what it is and decide if they want to read it or not. Throw it in the trash if they don't. And then if they want to read it, they read it and boom. As long as you're thinking, you know, quick and efficient messaging, colorful and eye-catching. That's what you want to focus in on. You want to get your message out very clearly on the postcard. In our course, we do offer our students all the postcards that they need to effectively market to a potential for sale by owner client. That is not something that I am offering tonight. I know in the Hey Neighbor video that I did two weeks ago, I did give away two postcards out of that campaign for our for sale by owners. That is something that we reserve for our students only. 
Now, mailing a letter is a great way to get your foot in the door with a FISBO. Now, I'm gonna teach you what to say, why I say it, how to address the envelope, everything to get it opened and read. This is very crucial. Don't just make up a generic letter and don't do the labels on the letter campaign, okay? That works for the postcards, but it does not work for the letters. And I will explain why. This is one of my favorite forms of introducing myself to a potential for sell by owner client. You have to understand the way your potential client thinks and each client is different. Sellers think different than buyers. For sell by owner clients think different than your normal listing leads. So you have to appeal to those type personalities. And so we have figured out what works in this case. We have tried it. We've tried lots of things throughout the years. And what we teach you is what we've tried that has worked. And we also know that it works in other markets as well, because we've had beta students throughout the years try these things. So remember, for sale by owner clients are well-informed. They want to know all of their options. They are the people who love data. They thrive on data. They will sit and read and research for hours. That is their personality. They would much rather read a letter about your services in the privacy of their own home without really having to think about it or respond right away. They want to process. They want to digest. They want to think about it. They love, 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 love free information and free help. They will take all the free help you want to give them and then some. So you kind of have to work for it a little bit, but as long as you're adding value to them, you will get the business. And I'm going to show you how you can win them over with this method. So here is a sample of the letter that I use. Now, in this letter, there's a couple of things that are going to jump out. Number one, the pay, it needs to be one page, clear, concise, helpful. They don't want to read a whole, you know, they don't want to read a book. They don't want to read two pages. It's been proven that more than one page, the second page does not get read. And the second page is where your call to action is and where your information for them to contact you is. So you don't want to bump that over to the second page. So in this letter, this is what they're going to get. They're going to hear from you that you're going to give them a list of homes that have sold. Now, that's not something I can give you. I can't do that for you. You have to log into your MLS and pull up homes that have sold around the area of this particular home that you are trying to get. You don't do that at this point. This is when they reach out to you. So you're just sending the letter at this point. So, but in the letter, it's saying that you will provide them with a list of homes that have sold. Now, additionally, you're going to provide them a CMA with their home's value. So you're going to do like you normally do before you take a listing. You're going to find the three closest or top five, you know, three to five closest homes, comparable market analysis, and put that together for them. You are earning their business. You are adding value. You're putting forth your best foot forward, showing them that basically from the moment they are introduced to you, they know that you are efficient and you are providing data and services to them. And that's what they like. Remember, they are data driven. They really like information. Now, 
This is something that most people, most agents are not even thinking about. They're not even going to offer. And this can be the difference between you getting the business and another agent getting the business. You want to use everything you possibly can to set yourself apart. This is a list of industry-specific connections. Now, what do you mean, Amanda? What are you talking about? So as an agent, you have a preferred lender. You should have at least three, but you have at least one lender that you like to use. Why does this for sale by owner client care about a lender? Well, number one, they may be buying another home and they may want to get pre-qualified. Number two, they may want to screen the buyers that are calling them and they can send them to this loan officer and they can, and the for sale by owner can communicate with this loan officer and say, hey, I'm sending you some buyers to see if they're qualified. Obviously, the loan officer cannot share information, um, but that loan officer can call them back and say, so-and-so is qualified to purchase a home up to that price, up to that price point. There's certain things the loan officer can say. And so they can work that out. So that's going to make that for sale by owner feel amazing about that connection because you're going to be like, what? I can work with a loan officer and send all the buyers that call me about my house to this loan officer and know before I even show them my house if they're qualified? Heck yeah, what person wouldn't want that? But in our industry as a realtor, we do that day in and day out. But to the for sale by owner client, they have no clue. So you just gave them very valuable information, but it doesn't stop there. You're going to give them the name of a title company or closing attorney that you prefer, somebody that you know that's going to treat them right, that is going to not charge them an arm and a leg to do the research and the title searches and things. And so that's going to save them time and energy. Also, you can give them a list of home inspectors, landscaping people. You can add anything you want to it. You can painters, staging companies, cleaning people. I typically like to fill up a sheet, just one sheet of preferred industry connections. And I let them know, these are my preferred people. Now, if you've never worked with a painter before, and you don't know if that painter's any good, do not refer that person. If you want to ask around your office and maybe get somebody, that's fine. But if you send some, if you just put some random painter's name and phone number on there and they don't treat that client right, you're not going to get that business. So you want to make sure that this list of industry connections are people that you've worked with or people in your office have worked with that highly recommend them because they, in essence, kind of indirectly represent you. So you want to be careful with that as well. Now, also, I like to offer a free for sale by owner guide. We do offer that in our course with our students. It's a downloadable printable guide that you can email directly to the for sale by owner client when they reach out to you after they get the letter. You don't just send it to them. They have to ask for it. The whole point of this letter is to get them to reach out to you. Yes, I want a list of homes that have sold. Yes, I want a CMA with my home's value. Yes, I want a list of industry-specific connections. Yes, I want a copy of the free for sale by owner guide. See, this whole letter is just chock full of free stuff that they can be like, ooh, I want that and call you. That's the whole purpose of the letter is to get them to call you 
So you can begin to have a conversation about real estate. A good lead is a name, phone number, and email address, somebody that you can talk to about buying or selling real estate. That is all it is. So this is a way for them to connect with you so you can have a conversation. Now in this letter, you're going to have your contact information, your name, your phone number, your email address, and the company that you're with. Also, the way that I've got this worded, this has been trial and error for many years, and this is the perfect verbiage that has gotten me the best results and our team. So the tone of this letter is helpful. So to give you an example, in the top, in the par first paragraph, it says, I'm really impressed with how you're currently marketing. It takes a lot of courage to list your home on your own. Okay. <laughs> I hope you sell it fast and for top dollar. That would help the comparable home pricing in the area, which benefits us all. So now you're coming across as, okay, I really hope you sell your house. I hope you get top dollar because when you do, it's going to drive prices up for the rest of us. And that helps us all. So now you've come across as helpful. You're not coming across of, I can sell your home for top dollar. I can do this for you. No, you're not. You're not coming across that way at all. So it's, it's a helpful tone and verbiage. And then back to... There was one more thing I wanted to point out. Oh, and so in the third paragraph, we talk about inventory being low and you have lots of buyers looking for property and that you would love to pass this information along. So what for sale by owner is going to read that and go, huh, she's got lots of buyers. Hmm. She wants to pass my home's information along. Why would she do that? Hmm. So now you've piqued their interest. But again, you're coming across as helpful. Now, here's the real kicker. This, this is the one I like. This is the this is kind of like you're taking it away from them without them even knowing it because you know they're not listing with an agent because they're trying to save the 6% commission. But if you'll notice in the second paragraph, I say, I'm talking about the websites out there like <laughs> Zillow and other sites that people go to to see what their home's value is. So you're going to log, they're going to log in, they're going to type in their home's address, you know, their address. Oh, Zillow says my home is worth $385,000. And so what do they do? They list their home for $385,000. Why? Because the almighty Zillow said that's what it was worth. Well, we know as agents that that's not always right. And so in this letter, I've put these sites can be off as much as 10%, which can cost you a lot of your equity. So now what you've done is you've put that doubt in their mind, like, hmm, well, I went to Zillow and looked at my home's property and there, and it said 385,000, but if it can be off by 10%, does that mean my house is worth more? It might be worth more. It might be worth less too. And so now you've offered a free CMA to let them know what their home's value is. And so now you've got an opportunity to, to talk to them about that. So these are, these are just some things that um, strategically we have put in this letter. You can tell that in just this one page letter, we've got a lot of good stuff in there. And I would love to share this letter with you. You're more than welcome to use this letter exactly the way it is. All you got to do is just change out the information, change out the, you know, instead of my name at the bottom, put your name, your phone number instead of my phone number, obviously change the date. 
Um, but this is something that I'm more than happy to share with you guys. And so if you want a copy of this letter, comment in the comments letter. It doesn't matter if you're watching this live or on the replay, go ahead and type in letter while I get me a sip of my Dr. Pepper. <laughs> All right, guys. I'm going to try to wrap this up as quick as I can. Go ahead and type letter in the comments if you want a copy of the letter. So what else is in the letter? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> as mentioned in the letter, we give them a free for sale by owner. I used to, I had kit typed here. It's actually a guide. It's a for sale by owner guide a guide on selling your home fast and for top dollar. Now, if you want a copy of the flyer itself, comment flyer. Now, the guide, like I said, is for our students only, but that doesn't mean you can't create your own guide. Obviously, you know, everything that we teach is, you know, there's, we haven't, you know, pulled things out of the sky. This is information that you as an agent should know. You should be able to help them um, sell their home fast and for top dollar. In the guide, we mentioned things about staging and pricing and showings and things like that. So if you want a copy of the flyer, I'm more than happy to give that to you. Obviously, if you're not a student and you would want to create your own guide to give to them, and it doesn't have to be 20 pages long, even it could be three or four pages, but it needs to be good information that they're going to read and go, wow, this agent really knows their stuff. And so at the end of the day, you know, this guide honestly has made me thousands of dollars just because it's something that sets me apart. It sets me apart from the other agents when they get this guide. Now, this is a downloadable guide that you can email them. And so you don't have to print it. You don't have to waste paper, ink. It's a one and done. You have it. But I can attribute this one guide to making me well over $100,000 in the FISBO campaign in the last, I would say in the last 10 years for sure. I did not go through all of my data to see how much business I got from it, but I guarantee you it's a lot. The call to action. So the goal is to get them to call you, period. That's it. You just want to have a conversation. You want to get your foot in the door. That is all real estate is, is getting an opportunity to speak to the potential client to earn their business. Offering a free list of your connections and a free guide are just two reasons for them to call you. I really dove in deep with that. So you guys should know by now, obviously, if you want to watch this back, you can when we post the replay. Addressing the envelope. So Obviously, handwritten address envelopes will get opened a lot faster than a typed envelope or a letter that has a label on it. I know some of you are like, well, you just taught us last time on doing labels. Yeah, that was for postcards. I'm talking about something completely different now. This is a letter. So when you send out letters, if you want them to get open, I highly, highly, highly recommend you use blue ink, blue ink handwrite them. And if your handwriting is bad or you don't have time to handwrite this stuff, then you need to get an assistant. Pay some little girl $10 an hour part-time. I mean, even if it's just two hours a week, it'll be worth the 20 bucks for you to spend to have somebody handwrite these because they will get 
opened when they're handwritten. I promise you, we have tried it. We have split tested it. We have been to seminars throughout the years. I picked this up a long time ago. It works. So enough people want to know how to find the FISBO client. So we're going to move on. Now you may be thinking, this is all great information, Amanda. How do I find them? How do I find these mysterious for sale by owner clients? <laughs> well, there are many ways. And I'm going to just name a few. These are not the only, but these are some really good sources. Your local paper. Now, I know some of you are like, what? What's a local paper? <laughs> Who reads the newspaper anymore, right? But for sell by owners, a lot of them are older and they're used to putting things in the paper, especially, um, I don't know if they still have Thrifty Nickel, but there's a lot of little papers like that that are not like your the newspapers, but they're kind of like trading post papers. You'll see them on the little racks in the grocery stores that you've got the home books in there and all the home magazines for realtors that put their ads in. But there's also some that have community ads and things in them, places that people would put things that, you know, like local restaurants or things like that. Sometimes they'll have places in there for things for sale locally. And so you can pick up a couple of for sale by owners a year like several out of just the local paper. Driving around is a good way to find them. Obviously, they're going to put the for sale by owner sign in the yard. Social media is a great way to find for sale by owners. Other online sources and Craigslist. Some of you might not even know what Craigslist is. That's going old school, but I'm going to dive in deeper to each one of these. And you're, I think you're going to be amazed at what you find out. So hang in there. Not all the FISBOs will advertise in the local papers, but you, like I said, you will find a couple per month. You just have to, this is, you're just doing a little bit of investigation, a little bit of detective work. But think about it. If your average home sales price is $250,000 and they're going to buy a $300,000 house, you're going to make $17,500 before your broker split off of one deal. So I don't know about you, but I might be subscribing to the local newspaper and getting that paper every day and drinking my coffee while I read it. Because if you just found one a month, is it not worth the 10 minutes just to come through that one little section of the paper? It's totally worth it. It's totally worth it. Now, Getting out and driving around the neighborhoods that you're interested in listing in. I have found a lot of for sale by owners driving around in the car. Now, did I find them when I went out on purpose with the intent of finding them? No, not always. Sometimes it was a bust. But let me tell you, if I'm on the way to dropping my kid off at school, or I'm on the way to the grocery store, or I'm on the way to the doctor, or I'm on the way to shopping, and I pass the sign and it says for sale by owner, you better guarantee I'm stopping. I am writing down everything I've got, the address because I'm in front of the house, phone number, and any other pertinent information that is on that sign. And I am reaching out to them the first chance I get. Now, if you're the type of person that loses things and you're not going to follow up, don't waste your time because this is a little bit of work. But it's like anything, you know, you're going to have to put forth the effort. You do not you're just not going to find, they're not going to fall in your lap. You have to prospect. You are constantly prospecting as a real estate agent. We are 100% commission. 
you know that. So if you're sitting there and your pipeline's empty, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but you haven't been prospecting. And if you're sitting there and your pipeline's looking good, then you have been, congratulations. But in order to build your pipeline up, you've got to put time, energy, and resources into something. It can be for sale by owners. You can become the for sale by owner, king or queen in your community if you so choose to. But that is up to you. It doesn't have to be this. It can be something else. You can choose a different method. We offer many. Moving on, this is social media. So I prefer this method nowadays. It's a whole lot quicker and easier than the old school way of driving around and looking in the paper. While both of those work, this is going to get you the leads quicker and faster. But there's a caveat. All the other agents have access to this too. <laughs> so let me tell you a couple of things that you can do to, to find these on social media. So first of all, you're going to go, this actually, this image got cut off when I put it into PowerPoint, but you're going to go on Facebook and you're going to go up to the search bar and you're going to type in FISBO or for sale by owner and look for groups um, that a for sale by owner could join to list their property. Now, this is a group that I'm a part of. It's called FISBO Middle Tennessee Real Estate Network. While I do live in Florida, we the majority of our real estate career was in Tennessee, so I'm still part of these groups. And just a real quick search, I went to this group and here is a guy who is advertising a for sale by owner. And surprisingly, he's offering owner financing as well. $375,000 in Clarksville, Tennessee. So this would be someone that I would reach out to. I would friend request this guy. I would offer to send him some of those freebies. Like I mentioned in the letter, I would use the same verbiage that I used in the letter, except in this case, I would do do it through social media. So you just adapt it to whatever platform you're on, whether you're using, you know, email or social media, messenger, whatever it is, a text message, whatever information that you have. And so it could start off as simple as, hey, I saw that you had a house in Clarksville for sale by owner. Can you tell me more about it? And then he'll respond and tell you more about it. Great. How quickly were you wanting to sell it? He doesn't have to know you're an agent right away. This isn't trickery. You didn't tell him you were or weren't. He didn't ask. You're just trying to get some information. And then at that point, you're going to look at your buyers. You're going to see what buyers that you have that are looking in that price point because that's your first, that's your first plan of action is to see if you've got a match. Because I know a lot of you have a lot of buyers right now in your pipeline and zero inventory. So this would be a quick way to get both sides of the transaction now, in some states, that's considered being a dual agent and it's not allowed, while others, you can be a facilitator. If you're a husband and wife team or you have another person that you work with, you can split that between the two people. I mean, it's a win-win when you can find a situation like that where you got a buyer and a FISBO and it's matched. So that's a whole nother situation. Now, once you join all these groups, you're going to want to go in there into your groups and daily use search for keywords like FISBO, for sell by owner. Do not leave out the other way to sell, spell sell, 
um, S-E-L-L, because even though you know that's not the right way to spell it, the owner of the property may have spelt it that way. And there's going to be a lot of people who are going to miss that one. If they're using this same method, they're going to miss that one because they didn't spell it that way. So you have to think about, you know, from the owner's perspective, what they're typing. In this case, this guy typed owner financing. And so owner financing is a good string of keywords to type in. Lease purchase is a good one. And so is rent to own. And so these are just some keywords that you can type on social media to uncover a for sale by owner. Now, there are a lot of online services that offer real estate agents a list of for sale by owner leads. They're not all created equal. Trust me, I know. <laughs> some of them have old rehash data and some of them, well, most of them sell to multiple agents. We've tried them all. In our course, we do provide links to the top companies, the ones that we determined were most reputable, and they do come with a name, address, phone number, and sometimes even more information. So sometimes it'll give you uh, the bedrooms, the square footage, the last sale date, things like that. And so these are some really good companies that you can get leads and not, and maybe you just don't have to do all those other methods. So that will cost you a little bit of money, not a whole lot, but a little bit. And then Craigslist. So if you've never used Craigslist, you just type in craigslist.org and you put in your city and you go to the housing section. And then they've got a little search bar and you can type in those same keywords that I gave you earlier for social media, type in for sale by owner, lease purchase, owner financing. In this case, I just typed in owner. Now you're going to have to scroll through here and you're going to have to look. Now this pulled up Tallahassee. I don't know why I pulled up Tallahassee. I don't live in Tallahassee, but this is just an example. This is actually pulled up something from North Carolina. It's a mobile, mobile home lots. Okay. Well, that's probably not what you're looking for, but if you knew somebody who was looking for that, there you have it. And then further down, you can see there's a couple of houses here. And so you kind of have to scroll through here and look. Craigslist is kind of an old school site. I actually used to use Craigslist many, many years ago for real estate and got a lot of business off of it. So a lot of people do still use it. So it's really, it's also a good place to find for sale by owners. Now, what do you say to the for sale by owner when they call you? or when you get them on the phone or you show up in person. All right, so moving on. In our course, we do offer our students the full scripts for what to say when the FIBSPO says whatever it is they say. We have predetermined based off our experience what you can expect the FISBO to say. If you say this, they'll say this. And if they say this, then you say this. So we've got all the scripts typed out. And so this can apply whether it's messaging in person or on the phone. So here's a sample text. I'm going to give you a little bit here. So let's say you've sent out the letter and the for sale by owner client has received it and they've got your number off of the letter. And in the letter, you say that you respond to text, that you also respond to text. Because a lot of people do like to text these days. It's quick, it's simple, it's easy. And so they text you and say, I received your letter. I would like the free guide, please. So your response would be something like, great. I would love to email that to you. What is your email? And so notice here, you're not diving into 
I would love to list your property and I'm the best agent in town. No, no, resist the urge, okay? <laughs> Just pull it back for a minute. This is like dating. Dwayne likes to use that analogy and I do too. You want to, you just want to play it cool. Okay. Oh, you got them on the hook, but don't, don't act like you're too excited. All right. So they give you the email address. You reply back. Thanks. I'll have it to you shortly. That's it. Keep it simple, stupid kiss. If you've heard of the kiss method, it's keep it simple, stupid. Don't overdo this. Don't overthink this. Okay. That's, that's how we, this is what we have learned throughout the years works. So you do not want to come on too strong with a FISBO. So here's a follow-up text. You can do it a couple hours later, depending on the time of day, or you can wait until the following day. At this point, you've probably got their name. So you say, hey, Dave, did you receive the free FISBO guide I emailed you? He replies back, yes. And you reply back, great. I would love to give you a free home evaluation as well. What is your address? Now, sometimes they reply, sometimes they don't. But when they give you the address, now here's, I want you to think about something. You've already got the address. You already have the address, right? They got your letter. You mailed them a letter, right? So why are you asking for their address again? It's psychology. So the FISBO, if they were really thinking about it, they'd say, hmm, they should already have my address, right? But they don't, they don't think that. So they give you the address. And so once they've given you the address, that's it. Say, thanks. I'll get that to you. Not, I'll email that to you. Not, I'll mail that to you. Thanks. I'll get that to you. And so now, this is where some of you are going to get a little uncomfortable. But if you want to make $100,000 or more this year working a FISBO niche, I implore you to do this. Now, before I move any further, some of you are not going to be able to do this because of your market and COVID. I get that. So you may have to resort to email. That's fine. I'm not 100% sure you'll get the same result, but I would highly, highly, highly recommend you show up in person at this point because you said you'd like to give them a free home evaluation. So now they're expecting it. They gave you their address and you said, great, I'll get that to you. So when you show up at their door, hey, hey, Dave, it's me, Amanda Roberts, EXP. We've been texting back and forth. I promised you that I would get you a, a free home evaluation and let you know how much your home is worth. I was in the neighborhood, thought I'd drop in and give this to you. And you were in the neighborhood. You purposely drove to his house, okay? <laughs> Say it however you feel comfortable. And then you, and they're like, oh, okay. He may have thought you were going to email it, but you didn't say that. You said, I'll get that right to you, okay? So this is the right way to show up to the door and this will take them out of the market because if they're gonna use another agent, if they were thinking about using another agent, they're not gonna use them, they're gonna use you. Number one, you sent them a letter. Number two, you gave them a free guide. Number three, you gave them a free home evaluation that you showed up in person and gave them. You were not lazy or prefer, you know, skimping out, you could have just emailed it, right? But now they're like, oh, this agent's on it. 
this agent means business. And so sometimes they'll invite you in the house, show you around. Sometimes they'll stand there on the porch with you and have a conversation. For those of you who have not watched my previous training, I did about a month ago, would have been mid-January here in this group. I did a training on how to turn a $7 lead over into over $24,000 in commissions. So in-person results are always, always, always going to produce a higher return. Anytime you can get in front of that person in person, you are going to earn that business. People do business with people they know, like, and trust. They cannot know, like, or trust you if they've never met you. You are a real estate agent on 100% commission. You do not get paid until you sell property. You cannot sell a property sitting at home. I hate to be the one to break it to you. <laughs> so if you have not watched that live training yet, I implore you to go back and watch that because what that's going to do is it's going to teach you everything that I say and what I bring to the door with me, the gift bag, what's in the gift bag, there's a Trojan horse that I put in the gift bag. It's a refrigerator magnet with your business card on it. And it has a grocery list. I have links to everything in that video that you can go and purchase. These are third-party vendors. I don't get paid a penny if you use them. And this will set you apart from every other agent and will get your foot in the door. You will get these listings. And in that same video, I teach you how to leverage those listings to get more listings and to get buyers. Also, you can get referrals from it as well. So I like to view each listing as three or more transactions. If you are not getting three or more deals per listing, you are leaving money on the table. So I highly, highly, highly recommend you go back and watch that video as well, because when you put the two together, you'll have explosive results. So you can go back to this group, Marketing and Conversion for Realtors and Loan Officers, and click on unit in the tabs and it will take you to the videos and you can see that in the videos. It's called how to turn a $7 lead into over $24,000 in commissions. Moving on and we are almost done guys. So you work a FISBO the same way you would work a regular listing lead. You have to follow up. And unless they tell you to never call, text or email them again, keep in touch with them. It can take anywhere from six to 17 touches before a client decides to do business with you. So don't give up. A touch is a text, an email, a phone call, a letter, a postcard, in person. Every time you communicate with that person in any way, shape or form, Facebook, Instagram, whatever, that is a touch. And just like you guys are in this group and every time, you know, we communicate, whether we're emailing or texting or you watch a live or we're commenting and sharing things in the group with each other, that's a touch. So you're not going to decide to do business with us until you are comfortable with us, until you feel like, okay, these guys know what they're talking about. It's the same with your client. Okay. They're not going to do business with you until they're comfortable. And so people buy the way they sell. And so it's the same for, it's just the same in any industry. And so the agent that outlasts all the others wins. So if this for sale by owner has got five or six agents just banging down their door for the business and one agent reaches out once and doesn't get the business and never follows up, 
he lost. And another agent sends a letter and then they make a phone call, but they didn't get the business and they give up. They've lost. And now it's down to three. And then let's say another agent sends a letter and an email and a text and a postcard and they don't get the business, but then they give up. Well, now they've lost and it's down to two. And so whichever agent stays in it longer, follows up the most and gets in person, typically gets that business. That is why 20% of agents do 80% of the business because those 20% were persistent and they followed up and they just kept going after it over and over and over and over until the client really you're just kind of wearing them down almost so they say okay fine would you just list my house already <laughs> and you don't have to be aggressive about it you just have to be consistent you don't have to be aggressive to be consistent so you just have to stick with it so if you like what you're hearing and you'd like to learn more, I invite you to book a 15-minute triage call with me. In this call, we dive into what your current challenges are in your business. And if you'd like a member of our team to reach out to you to schedule a time with me, all you have to do is comment increase on this video. You can comment increase at any time. You can do it on the live or during a replay. It doesn't matter. A member of our team will reach out to you and get you on my calendar. If for some reason I'm not available and Dwayne has availability, they will give you that option. Just whichever day and time works best for you. On the 15-minute call, we are not going to sell you anything. We're just going to dive into your business and find out what your current challenges are and determine if we can help you or not. So it's real simple. And before I go, I'd like to leave you with a few more tips on working with a for sale by owner to get their business creative ways to work with the FISBO. So number one, some of you are not going to like this because it requires a little bit of work, but you can offer to conduct an open house for free. And you're thinking, why on earth would I do that? Why would I offer to do an open house for free for someone that I'm not listed with? So first of all, you do have to have something in writing with them. Your brokerage is not going to allow you to do an open house without that. So talk to your broker in your specific state and area and find out what you need, like a one-time type thing for them. Here's why you benefit from doing the open house. Number one, they let you take over their house to do an open house. They're not going to let you do that if they don't know, like, and trust you, right? And so number two, you can get buyer traffic from it. You're also going to get nosy neighbors, that is the majority of what comes to open houses is nosy neighbors. And so while these people are coming in the door to the open house, you can ask them, so do you live in the neighborhood? If they live in the neighborhood, guess what? You're giving them information about you and your listing services. Why are they even there? Why are they even there? Number one, they're just nosy and they want the free snacks and they just want to know what they've done to the house since they since they bought it. Yeah, those people exist. Um, but there are some people who are curious. They're thinking about selling their house. And they're like, hmm, let's go see what Bob and Nancy's done to their house. Let's see what they're listed for. And they're just kind of gathering information and they're in the beginning stages. And so a lot of times if you do the open house, whether you sell it or not, because most open houses don't generate a sell um, instantly. They do, some of them do, but not always. There's a possibility you will get a commission from that, right? 
but you're also going to potentially get buyers and sellers from it and earn the business of that homeowner. Uh, number two, offer to show buyers the house without having to list it with the seller. I've actually picked up quite a bit of business this way. Now, I'm, you know, you still only make 3% because at the end of the day, uh, the seller's not going to give you 6% for bringing the buyer. They just won't do it. But you can say to the for sale by owner client, how would you feel if I brought you a buyer that's qualified and I take care of all the paperwork? Would you be okay with paying me my normal 3% commission as a buyer's agent? You still save the 3% to the seller. I have only in almost 20 years of real estate ever had one FISBO say no. And guess what? I didn't show their house. <laughs> so there you have it. If they say no, bye. See you. Thank you. You're not my client. <laughs> so, and they just saved you a lot of headaches because yeah, they're that kind of person. So, but they always say yes. And they're more than happy to give you 3% for bringing them a buyer. And in a market where inventory is low, heck yeah, I'll take my 3% and check that buyer off my list. Thank you for the commission, please. <laughs> And so lastly, guys, you can offer to list alongside them. And so in different markets, you've got exclusive right to sell and you've got exclusive listings. And so it really just depends on um, how your MLS is set up. So talk to your broker about this. This is not a very common practice. Agents do not like to do this because they feel like they're wasting time and energy listing a property and that the seller is just going to sell it right out from under them. No, actually, that's not the case. Dwayne and I have won a lot of listings with this method. You say to the seller, Mr. For Sell by Owner, I understand that you don't want to pay a real estate commission. And I understand that you want to sell this on your own. But I also understand that you have hopes, dreams, and goals and things that you want to accomplish. Otherwise, you wouldn't have this house for sale. So I would like to offer a compromise to you. How about you let me list your home under the stipulation that if you are the procuring cause, you bring a buyer, you don't owe me anything, okay? I'm going to market your home. I'm going to put it on the MLS. I'm going to take pictures and do all these things, put a sign in the yard, and you can leave your for sale by owner sign in the yard as well, right next to my sign. And if somebody drives by and they call you, and you sell it to that person, you don't owe me a thing. But if I am the procuring cause and I bring the buyer or someone in my MLS that participates in our MLS, another agent brings a buyer, then you pay the 6% standard commission. This is a great way for you to put all the fillers out there and it's a win-win. Now, some of them will agree to do this. Some of them won't. You do run the risk that your marketing got the client to drive by and they bypass you and call the FISBO sign. But to me, it was always worth the risk. And I've only ever had it happen once where they bypassed me. And that's the risk you take. Now, do you want to spend $500 on a virtual tour on this type of listing? No. <laughs> Are you going to spend $400 with professional photography? No, you're not but you will put your best foot forward and you will put it on the MLS. And there's a pretty good chance, about a 90% chance that you're going to sell it through the MLS. 
through another buyer's agent or even your own buyers. So this is a good way to take them out of the market. You have to think outside of the box of the FISBO. You have to get creative. And they respect that. They respect the fact that you understand that they don't want to pay your commission and you're okay with that. But at the same time, you want to help them and they're okay with paying you if you produce the result. And so you just kind of have to know where each other stands and move forward with that in mind. So with that being said, we are done. Thank you guys for hanging in there. We did have some technical difficulties in the beginning. Looks like we made it through. So if you guys would like to schedule a 15-minute call with me again, it is not a sales call. Go ahead and comment increase in the comments to schedule a call. And a member of our team will reach out to you and set that up. And I will speak with you the first chance I can get. And so if you guys have any questions, feel free to go ahead and put those in the comments at this time. And that way, Wayne or myself can answer those comments for you. And hopefully you guys enjoyed that. I know it wasn't as fun and sexy as some of the other stuff I've shared, but you can make some serious money with FISBO. So hopefully if you decide to dive into that, you can have great success like Dwayne and I have and love to hear any feedback you have from that. And so again, thanks guys for watching. I look forward to the next live that we do and talking with some of you guys over the next week. Thanks. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to the Modern Digital Agent Podcast. We hope this episode was insightful and helps you become a well-oiled real estate marketing machine. If you're looking to become a modern digital agent, don't forget to check out our training platform at moderndigitalagent.com. Until next time, be safe and remember you're only one system away.